All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Indeed, we are. Intro, welcome into episode 330 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Remchuk. Wanye, Bag Milk, Chalmers are all here in the studio. Jay is in a cab somewhere. I don't know where he is. Wanye, you're giving me a puzzled look. This, the intro for me wasn't like the normal intro. It was like a weird, muffled version, and I couldn't hear anything anybody said. So, really? Yeah. Those oh, you people. must have got the Star Wars uh, headphones. No, he's got the no, new he's RCAs. Had, yeah. yeah, he's got the RCAs. The I brought RCAs in. on. Well, oh, geez. You guys all sound great. We do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Intro sounded fine to me. Oh, to me, too. Great. Perfect. Yeah, sounded good to me. Well, hey, there you go. Okay. Um, that was confusing. Anyways, the podcast is brought to you by the HGA group. Which <laughs> Not is the, confusing. If, HGA. Yeah, yeah, if you have business confusion, HGA mm. is here to give you uh, clarity. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Uh, shout to out to unconfuse you. Unconfuse you, yes. Um, all right. First thing, I want to get this out of the way right off the bat. Your romper, Chuck. There we go. Uh, oh, that's yes. good. Well that's done, everyone. That's good. In 72 hours, the nation raised the $1,000 we needed to get Tyler in a Oilers romper for the viewing party on November 27th. Incredible. And the only follow-up that now must be asked is what will Tyler do if we raise 5,000? Oh dear. I, you know, I, I think this is good for this party. <laughs> <laughs> we put, we put a, we put one of those, you know, the old tiny pajamas with the slot on the backside oh, yeah. with the two buttons. Mm-hmm. We put that on there. And for five grand, he has to walk around with it open for oh, an hour. Oh, we get to see the cheeks. Suns out, buns out. Suns out, buns out. No way. 
Um, anyways, I think this is good for this party. I'm, yeah. I will wear the romper. I'll be a good sport about it. Uh, I you- am legit stressed out that it's only 12 days. And like, I know that they, that she can make it, but like, there's a lot of things. What if it doesn't like fit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm the starting, the better. I'm starting the to think of like the a, better. I'm starting to think of like a backup plan what here. What if the trap door doesn't accidentally spring open 20 minutes into the party? Mm. Eh. So we found out where to get fabrics. Yep. A bunch of listeners, um, yeah. they, the they contacted us. Yeah, the best. One who even has a a family friend or a girlfriend or somebody who actually yep. works at Fabricland Perfect. and they have Oilers Nation fabric or Oilers fabric. Sorry. So we do have a line on fabric. My mother-in-law has now 12 days to construct this thing, but I'm thinking that I found something online that I really liked. Uh-oh, he's and backing out. No, 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 no. It's called a, it's called a, a contingency it's a plan. It's a pilot suit. It's a contingency plan. No, it's a, it's a romper. Oh, I it's see. A, it's this legit pair of pajamas, like a one-piece romper thing with a big oil. that we can buy that I, fi- that I feel like I need to order like just in case. Jay yeah. has that. What? I, oh. Jay, you have that. Didn't you Jay, wear it to the Winnipeg game, Jay? Oh, no, that was a onesie, or not a romper. I, I, I got to see it. Oh, yeah, I've got a onesie, yeah. What's the difference between a romper and a onesie? Oh, I'll show you. One has now. pants and oh, one doesn't. Rompies, one is shorts. Oh, dearie. And short sleeves. So, so, so we could potentially cut the sleeves and the and the legs off. No matter what, he's going to be wearing a romper. Let's, let's, <laughs> oh, like, sexy boy. Hey, your romp, Chuck? Well, let's, let's get that, let's get that fabric in uh, yes. your mother-in-law's hands. That is, that is my plan. And, and I couldn't do it this weekend because my son, <laughs> we, that's very different than uh, what I Those thought. are very different. Jay does yes. not have that. We're looking at pictures of rompers now. We yeah. Are, so don't be confused a onesie with a romper. Have I you think searched romper important. so much on your computer now yeah. that you're getting like lots of ads romper for ads. rompers? Yeah. Basically, my laptop just thinks that that's all I want to see is rompers. Join now, romperboys.org. Yeah. So I couldn't get the fabric this weekend. It was just too damn busy. I had My son had a, a hockey tournament, the first hockey tournament in a year and a half. Yes, 10-year-olds. And it was electric. But... We it was it was the atmosphere was back it was so good I don't know you guys don't know what it's like but like on a tournament where you know a lot of the out of town teams they kind of stay at the arena there's a lot of people around at all times just cheering watching the finals watching all this stuff it felt so good but the thing is is we played five games in three days and that mixed in with my younger son's practices I simply did not have any time to go get this stuff but I will get the fabric today and we will. We just there's many ways to skin a cat, and number one is that my my uh, my mother in law will make this, but I know we have a fallback. Good plan. to have so a plan B. This, this Always is good not, to have a plan. Gotta yeah, have a so plan B. Got yep. to, got to. So got to. I love this, Tyler. I think you're gonna look great. Yeah. I couldn't be. Ex- First of all, the the game starts at like five or six, doesn't it? Yeah. It's an early game, so that yeah. means you have got a shift in you with a romper on. Yeah, that is uh, that's gonna be a part of it. When we hit the town afterward, which I assume we probably will. <laughs> You're going to look excellent. So what you need to do is like what my kids wear when they play hockey is get their thermos on their long sleeve and their long sleeve shirts and their long sleeve pants. And then for the, for the extended version of the night, put that on underneath the romper and then you're at least a little bit warmer. Or he just rocks the romper. I mean, he just rocks the romper. I'll just have a jacket for when we're not. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the weather, the Super Bowl, you don't wear a jacket. You let your uni fly. It's going to be cold, man. Okay. Yeah, but when we're in camp, yeah, though, it's going to be fine. Ochre. What? Having an outside party? Well, we got to go somewhere else. I mean, are we having well, an after party? I don't think party in between or? bars, you should be just romper. No, we can we can arrange an Uber to transport Tyler from A to B. Yep, of course. It'll all work out. 
Um, I'm excited. I got a whole crew of my friends and family that oh, are coming good. as well to wow. to witness all of this. The best way to embarrass yourself, I find, is in front of everyone you know. Yeah, exactly. Just get it all out. Yep. It'll be a good time. It's going to be a great time. Yep. You know what? Citizens of the nation are very excited about this. So I like the idea of charging, if you want a picture with Tyler in the romper, five bucks to the Edmonton Humane Society. So let's not let's not go half-ass at this. Like, yes, you're going to have a romper on, but let's let's have some pieces of flair. Do you have like a scarf? Maybe like a tube? <laughs> oh, nice. Maybe like a, a pair of sandals, like a slides or something? Oilers. Yeah, I could, I could wear slides. I don't Easy have like slides. slides. Um, I mean, I'll just wear like probably an Oilers Nation hat and the romper is probably good enough, right? I mean, for what somebody else? who doesn't take any pride in what they look like. Wow. What would you like to see him wear? I mean, like a scarf around his neck head. would look Why? nice. I don't know, just to really jazz it up, really finish the outfit off. Hey, let Jay make fun of your M check too. He's in a taxi. Jay, make fun of your M check. Oh, I'm I'm out of the taxi now. It was a very stressful situation, but we figured it out. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm standing outside of the playmaker offices in Toronto, Canada. I'm in Canada still. Yeah. The center. So of you're the outside. You're outside of Playmaker Capital right now. On the pod. How is that? How, how does the, the building look? Is, is it are nice you going to bring building? us into the office oh. with you? Oh yeah, yeah, that's I'll, the building they in work in. Sure. What's that? Pretty big. Wow, you look like Balky when at the beginning of uh, Perfect Strangers when he comes to the big city and it says America or bust. <laughs> oh, I feel like it. It's Toronto's a intense city. Like it's there's a lot going on here. Are you in the corner of Bloor and Young, which I assume is the center of the earth? Uh I'm I'm near Bloor, I believe. I'm on St. Clair and Young. Actually I'm on Young. Yeah, corner of St. Clair and Young. You know what I see when I look at this shot, Jay? See a winner. <laughs> see a motherfucking winner who went won his way to Toronto, Chalmers. Yeah. What are, what are you doing there? What are you are you you meeting Justin Gannat? Jordan. Jordan. Oh, whatever. yeah. Meeting with the meeting, meeting with the playmaker team. Uh, Ask him. Frank's also in town covering the uh, Hall of Fame induction. Oh, so yeah. uh, catching up with him. Oh, you're gonna then, get to hang out with Struds too. Well, he's there too, isn't he? Yeah, I just saw that. I'm gonna send Struds a text. Like I know he's he's rolling with like Scott Niederbier and Jerome McGinley. So oh no, to, uh, you're gonna collide. In, they put a picture. Your Strudwick put a picture on Instagram with him, Jerome McGinley, and Scott Niedermeyer. And he said two Hall of Famers and a guy who scored a uh, a cool uh, shootout goal. goal. It was pretty cool. And Rob Niedermeyer, or Scott Niedermeyer, sorry, looks like he might be a little homeless. <laughs> I don't know. His you beard? You can't say oh, that. Oh, he rich, rich, though. <laughs> okay. Scott Niedermeyer looks a little rough these days. He's looking like he's lived in a log cabin. No, I surrounded by money. I think it's just north. his vibe. No, I know. It's all a lumber, lumberjack vibe. vibe. He's no doorsman, man. He's, he's an interior BC boy who, like, loves the mountains and, like, Nate, he's just, he's just, uh... He ain't playing. He's, he's getting Scott used to rock he's glasses when he played in the NHL. Who, no. who skated, yeah. like, silk. Yep. Scott wore glasses. Weirdo glasses. Scott Niedermeyer, he doesn't look rough. He's just got a nice, nicely trimmed gray beard. He looks like he's an astrophysicist. Yeah. Yeah, but he as, does. Uh, he's a he's a the outdoors. Well, he just doesn't look like a Hall of Fame hockey player. That's kind of where I think I'm going with this. Yeah, that's that's fair, I guess. Um, They're cousins, eh? Yes, they are. Yeah. Aginla hasn't aged a no, fucking second. No, he could just play no, in the he just Yeah, it looked like he played oh, yeah. yesterday. I was just thinking about that. Or they should sign him. He'd be a great trigger man for... Uh, Remember when there was that talk that he was going to come here? Oh, that would have been the best. Oh. Now, we made yeah. that up out of thin air. Yeah, that was our April Fool's joke. No, and then there was the one deadline. Where he was legitimate, they legitimately talked about it. Was the April first not- deadline. Yeah, was was it it Oilers April- Nation that talked about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, the April first deadline at Oilers Nation when Coombsy wrote that, I yeah. believe. 
You got tricked, bro. Every no, year that article still pops, by the way. Yeah, it's an evergreen it article great. forever. So, JR, is it coincidence that you're down there at the same time as the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, inductions yeah. ceremonies, or are you going to uh, it? Well, I was told to bring a suit uh, to try, but but it's not. It's not. I don't think it's happening because uh, my my flight this morning got delayed three hours. So a uh, meeting I lined up has to be pushed to dinner. So um, and I didn't have a ticket yet to go. Frank was trying to work on it. If something fell, I would be I would be wardrobe ready to go. But now uh, I'm just going to go to this meeting instead. That would have been exciting to go. That would have been, been exciting. exciting. That would, it would have been. It would have been neat. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Would you have but, uh, yelled out "Kevin Lowe has to go" at a quiet point in the induction ceremony? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin yeah, Lowe has Ken to and, go. You Ken lie. Kevin Lowe. Lowe has to go. Why would you do this to me on the most important night of my legacy? I think the most fun would be sitting there watching Frank in a room full of these GMs and and like, you know, yeah, NHL hockey writers yeah. and stuff, well, Fra- and just watching him work Frank, the room. Frank's not sure if he's going it either. Like he's he's like, I'm just trying to get tickets. If they come, we're going. I'm like, okay. So he's, uh, but uh, it's like for me, for him to get a ticket, not as much reach. For me to get a ticket, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, Frank Saravalli's employer? Yeah, Frank Saravalli's yeah, boss. I don't know if you got the Frank memo Saravalli. who you are. <laughs> Imagine they're like taking a photo for the Hockey Hall of Fame and you're just walking past in the background and somehow photobomb your uh, way I'd into love a to photo be... into the display case. I'd love to see Jay as an extra in that photo. That'd be great. Blurry oh, guy I, would, in I, background. I, I would do my best to photobomb with that Who, Who's going in? Just like that one guy. Just that one guy on the ice next to Kevin Lowe hosting the cup. That one fan that's oh, hugging him. I want to be that guy. Glory. Uh, Kevin Lowe, Drew McGinley, Doug Wilson, Ken Holland, Kim St. Pierre, and Marion Hosa. Wow. Good for you, your own check. That's, that's why really, you're you in pulled charge. that off the top of your head. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I've been, I've done like two other podcasts where we basically <laughs> yeah, just talking, talking about, about that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fresh. Marion Hosa, hey. Eh? We also had two of them on the DFO rundown recently. I didn't that. Which one? Kevin Lowe and Ken Holland. No. Ken Holland and Kim St. Pierre. And Kim St. Pierre. Who Very was good. cut like four years in a row from the women's team she would try out for. So she just kept going back and playing boys hockey, even though she was trying to make the women's team, but the women's teams were cutting her when she was younger. She has a great story. I mean, she's probably the best goalie Canada's ever produced, men or women. No doubt. So uh, it was really cool. I was even just thinking about Marion Hosa. I was like, really? Marion Hosa in the Hall of Fame? But then you look at his stats. The fucking guy had himself a career, didn't he? That was my my first impression, too, was like, Marion Hosa, I remember him being a dynamic player, like really, really good. And he played for a long time, though, too, didn't he? 1,309 total Mm -hmm. games. I remember when he went to Chicago, I thought, like, this is just a terrible contract. He won't be able to play it through. And he did. He played all the way to the end. What's his highest point total one year? Uh, 100 points, 2006-2007 with the Atlanta Thrashers. Remember that time where he lost in the cup final when he was uh, with Pittsburgh? Then he went to Detroit. Then he went and signed in Detroit. Then the next year lost in the cup final. Lost again. To To Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He was on the wing. He kept flip-flopping. He could have had had so many more cups, but he was elite, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was good. He was a real strong two-way player. There was that hot minute, too, and we were chasing him, remember? Yeah, I was going to say. Also... What a time I, to be alive. I looked it up. There were, the year before the Chris the Intern article, there were articles about, again, possibly coming oh, to Edmonton. But those were by us too, right? No, yes. it, that was like a legitimate rumor that <laughs> was out on there. Oilers Nation. Yeah. Yeah, Wherever so lies, just try, we were trying lies, to will it. we made up because we wanted a Ginla. No, it was like a legit rumor at the 2017 deadline because he was traded to the on LA what Kings. website? Isn't that no, oxymoron a legit I'm rumor? I'm just teasing anybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is. What's that? Isn't oxymoron legit rumor? Yeah. 
Well, it's a real <laughs> falsehood, yes, <laughs> I suppose, if you are. Yes. Well, rumors aren't inherently false. Mm-hmm. Are they? Well, they're not proven legit. They can go either way. One time, one time, they're not necessarily true. I have a rumor that Connor McDavid is going to hit 700 points before the end of the season. Oof! Thoughts? That's that's more of a that's prediction. Just a, that's, than just a, a rumor. that's just an average, <laughs> average warm take right there. I just want to talk about right. it. But one he time, probably is. One time, my brother-in-law Jappa messaged me. I can't remember what it, what it was about. Sean Horkoff, like a rumor he was out or something that he heard, and I wrote an article about it super fast on Oilers Nation, and then Gregor read it off Oilers Nation on his radio show. I can't remember what it was. But it was like he texted me, and ten minutes later, Gregor's on the radio, like, like, yep, confirmed by Oilers Nation. Then he texted me, yeah. like, oh, you just confirmed it on Oilers Nation. I'm like, I wrote that article from you texting me that rumor. He's like, wow, this is how it works. We just we just confirmed each other's reports. Oh yeah. Uh, that works, boys. Uh, I'm going to pop off here, but before you're doing I do, God's work, Bounty. we'd be remiss. Good luck. We'd to be you. remiss not to shout out Team Canada soccer right now. Truth, mm-hmm. of course, because it is a vibe. Are you back for Tuesday's game or not in time? No, I'll be. I'm actually going to be. I, oh, I got to forewarn all the listeners. I'm going to be at the Leafs game. Don't stay the Leafs game. Yeah, just trying not to cheer for them. I'm not cheering or betting for anyone. Don't wear any flair. So, that you're going to go related. to a sporting event and not lay a dollar down on it. Well. But then I get a bet on the Leafs. Like, that really hurts. I might bet on the Preds. Betting them to lose. Then when everybody's losing, you're dancing in the street like a Marty McInnes jersey. I'm going to bet on the Oilers that night. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and do the all Edmonton Oily Parlay with Team Canada and the Oilers again. I like that. All right. Enjoy, Jay. See ya. Have a good show. Later. That was nice. There he is. See, it's a very convenient pop-in with him on the Zoom and that the little TV there. That one will go here, right? So then when we bring on guests or when someone's joining, we can all sit there and we'll be looking at each other. It'll work very nicely in here. He won't say it because he's a weirdo, but your old pal Jay has gone up in the world, man. That's crazy that he's just standing outside that gleaming tower of glass about to go in there and hold his own with the boys and on just the have street. A, yeah. I don't know if he was... Was that meeting attire? He had like a... He's Michael J. Real, Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. This is, how, this is the corporate culture we <laughs> advance, I get it. Man. I get Fuck it. that shit. I respect that he's wearing his hoodies. I do, I do love it too. I do. I do. We're internet guys. I thought you guys would help me make fun of him, An but... internet company. Apparently you're all just... No, I'm very proud of J-Man right now. Like to, For him to go there and do that, good on him. He's yeah. Come along oh, absolutely. Way. He's done a really good job. Well, it just I, reminds know. me of one time, one of my first things I did at the Nation when I started was I went to a sales call with... Uh, I don't remember who our rep was at the time. And I was wearing like a collared shirt. And when I walked into the office, Jay's like, what the fuck are you wearing right now? And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. And oh, had, this never, is our vibe. Never since. Never since. There's a fountain tire lost and found over there if you want to <laughs> root around. Maybe they have some old flair. Uh, that office was that office was special, Tyler. We talked about that one last time, too. Yep. Yeah, well, the old fountain Can we talk tire. about Connor then? Yeah, let's talk about oh, Connor. Let's talk about Connor. Let's wow. talk about... I was just gonna give Wanya shit for not talking into the mic. Oh, just keep it, keep it tight. You keep gotta tight. keep it tight. Yeah, Oilers. Um, yeah, I actually think Connor will get a hundred points from here to the end of the year. He's got what sixty-eight games to do it. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a hundred more points this season. That's isn't how that many points does he have now again? He just hit six hundred last night for yes, his career. Yes. Oh, you'll think another hundred. Yeah, career within point. the season. Yeah, that's like that's almost too easy for him. Like because what is, what is, I mean, what is he at right now? So right now, Connor McDavid is at uh, 27 points. And we've played 14 games. Yeah. So the points, fuck. 
but like, listen to this stat. So yesterday, <laughs> Sportsnet put out this graphic. 1.98. So from zero to 100 points, it took Connor 92 games. From 100 to 200, it was 81 games. 200 to 300, 67. 300 to 400, 66. 400 to 500, 63. 500 to 600, 52. So with <laughs> 60 plus games left on the schedule, yeah. it's reasonable that he could get another 100 points. Well, it's not reasonable. That, if he doesn't do that, it, that's a drop in production. That it's projects him out to having like 140 points this year yeah like on the season total yeah. he's on pace for like 150 whatever and dry settles on, on, on pace for 1.19 82 games so yeah. he's on pace for like 160 dries on pace Holy for more shit. charles i said 140 as if i was blown away by that that sounds crazy to me right but that's but over his, his projections are even higher than that over his last 70 games played Connor mcdavid has 43 goals 89 assists and 132 <laughs> points that's 70 games leon dry settles on pace for 88 goals <laughs> I do hate on pace, but we're already we're not that. F- like, I mean, pretty far into the well, year. I mean, it's not after one we're, game. We're one eighth of the way through this thing. One a little eighth. more than that. Yep. But uh-huh. the heaters they're both on is just unbelievable to watch. And again, I think if you're watching it, enjoy it because they are out of their minds right now. Both of those dudes. Yeah. Caught, like, what is the stat? Yaramchuk on Drysaddle. He's got five three-point games in the last six or something like something stupid like that or last seven. I don't remember exactly what it is, but he's putting up paces, uh, points at an obnoxious Let, rate. Well, I mean, it's a podcast. We got time. Leon Drysaddle's game log from this year. We oh. got one point, a two-point night, a two-point night, a two-point night, a one-point night, a three-point night, a four-point night. Then he was held off the score sheet against Arizona. Oh, oh. Bounces back with a three-pointer, <laughs> one, one, four, three, three, zero, three, three, three. Like, he has, in his last seven games, six three-point nights, five three-point nights. That's insane. Like, most star-level players don't get this many three- or four-point nights in a season. Yeah. And it's... Consecutively, basically. Basically, every stat you can come up with for Dreisaitl, you end it with, that has not been done since Lemieux and Yager in Well, that was your guys' quote. It was, did you know Leon Dreisaitl is just the third player in the last 30 years to have at least 15 goals and 15 assists in fewer than 15 <laughs> games. He joins Mario Lemieux and Yager as the only others to do so. Freak. He isn't even celebrating when he scores he anymore. He doesn't care anymore. He's like, he oh, doesn't even celebrate. What's happening? The, um, th- not only that, he doesn't get any credit from anyone ever, except here. Yeah, that too. Everybody looks at it as like, oh, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid. But then all of a sudden you're like, Connor McDavid's not even leading his own team in points right now. You're check. You're secretly one of the stars of the internet. Can you dial up the uh, love for Leon on the You Know What show? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've been I've been hitting that hard on the Attaboy. DFO pods. Like, every week I'm trying to mix in a couple of what Leon Frank things. What does Frank say? Is he, is he here for history? Yeah, Frank gets it. Good, good, um, good. But, yeah, like, I was one of the people, and I've said this on a few shows now, you know, in... In the past 12 to 18 months, I've always been kind of like, you know, it's Connor above everyone else, and then it's probably McKinnon, and then there's the tier with Matthews and Dreisaitl, and Crosby now is in that tier, and all the all those guys fall in afterwards. But now I'm kind of like, yeah, it's McDavid, Dreisaitl, and everyone else is below that. Like, I don't know what where the argument is to not have him as the second best player in the world. No. Or, no, it, I mean, there right isn't. now he's the best. But when you have, like... When you saw earlier in the season, they were kind of mixing up lines a bit, and Yamamoto and Nuge and Drysaddle weren't constantly playing together. Remember last year when we talked about this, and we were like, mm-hmm. "Why would you separate these guys?" Mm-hmm. They found their chemistry. They like they haven't been playing together all season, like like from the very beginning till now, mm-hmm. and they do last night the whole game, and 
They have three goals, three. What was this? What was your guys's? Ryan Jabotinsky had three goals, three assists, and were a plus three in Sunday's win versus the Blues. Like, they're not. They better not split them apart again. Like, let's roll with this for a bit. Let's have McDavid, Hyman, and Pooley Harvey, and it's not changing what I said at the very beginning. There is more and more video proof of that McDavid is so fucking sick and tired of some of the shit that Pooley Harvey does, and it's mostly that dragging it offside, like like. Almost putting McDavid offside, not like that little move yeah. at the line. Do you really or think he's that upset though, no, or is it just no, two guys that are in the heat him. of the moment? Like, God, fuck, be onside. Like, I've yelled at people worse than that in midget hockey. Right, but for a guy who knows he's being watched at every second, he doesn't roll his eyes at other players on the team. He also doesn't verbally get in these these like matches where he's raising his voice and you can tell that he's pissed off at somebody Chalmers, on the I'm bench. trying to go 79 and 3 up in this Listen, bitch. Listen, I love it. Fine, no, okay, bro. no, no, no. I'm not. I actually... I just don't think it's a big I, deal. No, but here's what I was going to say. It's not going anywhere, but my my pivot to it is I really fucking like it. Like, I like the fact that Pugliarvi's just kind of this, like, freewheeling guy. You know, you can see, like, a little bit of Nail Yakupov in him. I was him, just going to like, you know, we need to get just, Nail Yakupov. Just kind of straight up doing his own thing and always kind of ran to the beat of his own drum and... McDavid's trying his best to be a captain and, like, harness this kid, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's not... I just think that they need to roll with that first two lines and just leave them, right? If they were calling penalties on Connor, the Oilers would have 30 more power plays. Which it's means almost they, fucking which means ridiculous. they would have scored 15 more goals, which means they would be undefeated, which means they would have to award us the Stanley Cup at the All-Star game. <laughs> they can't call penalties on Connor. Can somebody explain it to me? Like Remchick, you're 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 listening to people talk all the time. Yeah. You're talking to them on all these shows. Last night there was a blatant dude's stick fell out of his hands because it was in Connor's feet. Connor went down. No penalty. What Evergreen. are we doing here? Like what Evergreen? Like it's what happened every game on the road trip? But and so so just like normally stars get calls. Why is it that he is not like what? Well, that's what, a hockey what, thing. Like That's it, absolutely hockey. Gregor, like, Gregor's dug into it at daily pays-off. Stars don't get calls. Like, McDavid has as many drawn penalties as Radko Gudis this year. Like, it's Ra- brutal. The Radko Gudis? Well, like, right, and like a perennial... Do you know what his nickname is? I don't know who that is. Radko Gudis. His nickname is... It's very fucking and cool. And I thought it would guy. come right up, but it's like the Violator, or like, I gotta look it it's up. the Violator? <laughs> no, it's... I don't know about that. It's a good nickname. Keep, okay. keep going. Anyways, I the, the refs just... It's Their garbage. mindset, I think, is that if they call everything, they'll be giving four penalties a game or two penalties a game just on McDavid. And the refs clearly don't want to do that. The NHL is a system of game management and a system or it's a horrible. culture of, you know, star players. The other team's going to be trying to shut them down, and you're going to get more leeway if you're trying to shut down the best player. Because, you know, those penalties where McDavid's getting tripped, if it's Kyle Turris getting tripped or Ryan McLeod getting tripped... Um, <laughs> It, they're getting called, but it's, it's just because it's McDavid, right? And the refs watch with him, watch him have the puck for ninety percent of the game, and they don't want to call it. Okay, what are you talking about? You're just so mad because he's actual, making a rent. His actual like nickname. The, well, but no, no, he's talking about making us, logical. Yes, he was being late with precision. Yes. and you two kids were giggling in class. <laughs> His actual happy. nickname is the Butcher. The Violator the butcher. was close. The though. Violator was close. <laughs> the news. All different guy. <laughs> but he's the, at the warehouse party. The Butcher's a great. Oh, no. The Butcher's a great nickname. What's oh, no? My shit clicked out there. Oh, I see. Like, I even, I didn't hear my own stuff. of something. Where does he play? Florida. The Butcher of Miami. The, the Florida. Sunrise Butcher. Yeah. Well, there you go. The Butcher. Mm, is like so that. good. 
yeah. Tyler's right though. The the refing's garbage, and I the game management thing is ridiculous. Who, especially since the end, I said this on Owen Radio on Friday. Especially for a league that's gagging for offense, and they're looking at maybe we should make the nets bigger. Maybe we should make the goalie pads maybe smaller. We should blah, make the blah, goalie blah 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 blah. Just call the fucking rule book, and the problem will solve itself. Out. The players will adjust. I think maybe they just know that how good the power play is. It's like, yeah, they Our have to be a little bit more fifty percent stingy the with the calls. Well, my tinfoil hat theory is still the when Connor went check upstairs three four years ago that they're the ref guild is still picking on him for that. That's just my tinfoil hat theory, though. So I got a question about you. You brought up Ryan McLeod, and clearly he scored his first hockey guy. Hockey guy, big hockey. So guy. I want to know which one of you guys on Instagram put the joke. He must be on McLeod nine. Who was that? Is that uh, one of the boys? Oh, Nobody God, I wish it was somebody was here. The, is that you that tweeted that? No, 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 no. You'd I think. Don't know. It's I wanted joke. to give him a big bang. Because that <laughs> is cheesy. One of the boys did, yeah. McLeod he's, he's on 9. McLeod 9. Hey, there you go. <laughs> oh my Hit God. another button. So fucking stupid. That's how That's how it was dreamt yeah. up. McLeod 9. That's what McLeod 9 and feels like. So when you come up with something like McLeod 9, are you sitting there being like, oh, my God. Can't wait to get this out. It's gonna be so fucking good. I'm the gonna best. guess so many likes. Bison King was like that. I'm gonna guess it's either to- Was or our boy Oilers Adam that posted it, and I'm guessing either of those guys had it in the bank for a minute. Good for you them. Know? So we weren't you, you weren't here last week, but we talked about the the invention of the Bison King. Can you confirm or deny? Was it you? Yeah. It were was. You, were yeah. you the first one we, to send? He out searched it for okay. probably ten minutes on yeah. Twitter looking Couldn't for the it. first actual um, mention of Bison King yeah. and he did find one but no 100% is me it's because I saw the photo and I was like that's hilarious and then I was like behold the Bison King it's 25,000 tweets ago what is I that? I just did yesterday I was, I was trying to find it yeah I don't know I tried to find it the other day and I couldn't <laughs> no, it's there. really tell but that's your boy right. I love it that's your I love it. Good, good. What I love is that it took off the way that it did. It was on spitting chiclets. It yep. was in like for me. That's my Emmy. Like that's my big win. It um, is interesting though. Uh, just he went as a up. bison man. Like yeah. I know, man. It went from like the joke on Twitter to like ten days later, he's wearing it as a Halloween that's costume. Awesome. Just Sorry, since you brought up uh, the spitting chiclets thing, picking up Bison King, it is interesting to see the Oilers' love starting to spread. Around Ryan places. Whitney, why am I being a bandwagon? Oh, do you, Ryan? Maybe you had a chance. You were making five sheets a year to help. Oh, I okay, but like to watch him <laughs> tweeting about it and everybody interacting, it's fun. I yeah, like see. that the Oilers are well, not the laughing stock right now. And you're best friends with Ryan Whitney, apparently. I mean, I would. Why not? Oh, so you think that he did a great job as an Oiler? I no, he was terrible. No, you love him. You wish he was still here. Are we talking about this one? Well, we- can we not? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, anyways, I, but it makes sense why the bandwagon's filling up. Like, this team right now. Yeah, man. They're shit-kicking everything. Drysaddle's first in points. McDavid's second. Nugent Hopkins is eighth. My boy got his goal last night. The best. You could feel it coming. Drysaddle leads the league in goals. Nugent Hopkins and McDavid are tied first in, or for first in assists. Drysaddle's one back of them. Uh, you look right now, they are not only have the best points percentage in their division, but the best points percentage in the Western Conference, and they're second in the league. It's unbelievable. Is, TSN has them as the number one team in the is, league in the power rankings. Is, mm. Nuge, is Nugent Hopkins Chris Kunitz right now? Oh. Do you remember when yeah. like 90 points <laughs> Crosby and Malkin were like top of the scoring race and then there'd always be that one person at third at three, but then Kunitz would be at four and you were like, the fuck are we? D-? That's Nuge right yeah, now. Man. Like, second But he's also time. playing well. Like, no, he's, he's so good. The I'm, I'm not saying he's, getting, he's him as a player, in. but like that's, that's the formula right there. Like You've got three guys in what top five of scoring right now in the top, NHL? Top 10, three in top 10. 
Three in top ten. Magno, speaking of memes, did you see I threw out a St. Nugent Hopkins the other day? I did not. Uh, I'm going to find it. I was like, we got to think of something new for the Nuge because you can't keep calling him a baby forever. He just no. signed his lifetime extension. He's a married man. He's a saint, I was thinking. He is he's a not saint. a baby. He's a saint. Find he's one person saint, who ever said something bad about him. Saint Nugent Hopkins. What do you think about that as a new thing? I like that. Really? Because you're in the department of uh, Nugent Hopkins. Yep. R&D has gone very well on this, I think. St. Nugent Hopkins, I, I can get I had about that. 40 likes when I yelled it the other day. Which I can get to me, is, okay. Chalmers, that's how that shit happens. That's really, I just watched it. You it was really, really up. interesting. You see if you get a couple likes, right? There so, was an oiler I tried to call the death squad head. Didn't take off. That's an extremely <laughs> negative term to give to somebody. St. <laughs> Nugent Hopkins, that may have legs. Especially in this city. Like, nobody ever says a bad a word saint. about the guy. No. Everyone loves the Nuge. He can't be a baby anymore, though. I feel like he's he's earned the right. Even Not when you own horses. And he hasn't aged a day. No, of course. So he still looks. But hail Satan. He's thick in the neck, I feel now. He doesn't Very look thick. quite so little. Almost like Gizmo, in fact. Interesting. <laughs> Not the gremlin, the football player, Tyler. Yeah, I know. Uh, There's a great story about Giz where he uh, ran back two touchdowns in a game, which means there was the Safeway whatever winner, right? And they got all that money. And I used to know Dave James and the PR guy for uh, the Elks. Or, sorry, they were the Eskimos at the time. He has this great story of when they went to go give the lady the check. Giz was supposed to be there. So they present the lady with the check. And then after Giz was like, fuck, why don't I get any money? <laughs> and they were like, well, you're the player. Like, you got paid. And he was like, so she gets all that money? I get none? <laughs> we were paid to play. Yeah. And he was like mad that he didn't get, like, a cut of, the, on, of her money. Did the Giz make good money when he was doing all those flips? Oh, oh he, he had to. Yeah, he would have been making okay money. Is he still in the city? He owns a gym oh, yeah. here, doesn't he? He what? Doesn't he have a gym here or something like that? I knew he was working different. I don't know if he... I, I remember they had him once. Somebody chime in on that. Yeah, someone someone would know online. Um, He's fighting fit. Oh, I bet. Like, he was at a thing for the Elks. Yeah. The name change, the whatever it was. Mm. And he was, like, wearing athletic gear, like a helmet. He was that, ready to that's go. That's what I was going to say. He was, uh, I saw him at an Oilers game once. This was back at Rexall yet. But I remember he was there with, like, a red tank top, like, tight, tight, tight. Yeah, and he's man. just still jacked as fuck. And that was, like, six years ago, but still. One time great. I saw Giz at Reds. Remember Reds? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bowling alley. Oh, yeah. And he was like four lanes over. And I was a little kid. I just kept looking over and looking over and looking over. And finally, I was like, I got to go see something to Giz. And I just walked up to him. I was like, you're the best, Giz. And he was bowling. He looked at me and like bowled. <laughs> I don't remember if he got a strike. In my mind, he got no, a strike. Oh, he did. Yeah, it's his a strike. arm. Like, I know oh. you're bowling, but I was like, this is... Even if you didn't know who he was, you knew he was somebody. He was just 100%. that otherworldly I'm s- fit. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is correct or not, but if this is so... This is fucking awesome. He is currently a coach for the Jasper Place High School football senior team. I love it. That's cool. I like that. That's my alma mater. He, he Where is he from the originally? Reb, the like, Rebels. There's a guy who moved to Edmonton from the southern U.S. and loved it and stayed. Oh, that was um, Mookie. Mookie Mitchell. Your boy. Uh, the dude that's... He's like the all-time CFL... Uh, well, Giz, too, though. King. Giz is from like... Yeah, um, uh, Memphis, Birmingham. More recently, too. Yeah, Memphis, um, Tennessee. Ed Hervey. Ed Hervey's from Compton, and I think he still lives here. Yeah. Yep. He was in management for a while. Yeah, and then there was a whole in the thing. kind of the yeah well years. Well, no, when he no, when he left, that's when things started to get bad. Yeah. He was he was around last time. They Why are they so up. bad right now? I don't know anything about the CFL, Tyler. Just no one there fucking knows what they're doing, man. Mm. They traded, so they had Trevor Harris started the year as their quarterback. Who? Mm-hmm. And then things went sideways. There. there is a lot of behind the scenes reasons why things probably went sideways. Um, they ended up trading him to Montreal. They acquired another QB, Nick Arbuckle from the Argos, who signed him to an extension. Okay. But have now just healthy scratched him oh, every dear. game. Oh, oh, God. He hasn't Perfect. played once. 
So they signed him, extended. Traded for him, extended him, and then said, "Ah, actually, no, we're going to play this other guy. They're just they're just following the Edmonton tradition of making weird sports moves here. And also, others are good, so somebody else has to be bad. Because they had games canceled early in the year, or a game canceled earlier in the year, and they had to fit it into the schedule somewhere. They're playing three games in seven days in football mm-hmm. outside in the winter. Yeah, perfect. Are uh, there any of them here? No, they they're all out of town. So they're oh. on like a week long road trip where they play three times. They're in Toronto. <laughs> a double hair. That's gonna suck being on that bus for so long. Oof. Oh, that makes sense because I was talking to Coombsy. I've got a date with Jason Greger tomorrow, which is very strange, but we'll get into that. I asked Coombsy if he could do the wrap-up tomorrow, and he's like, I'm actually going to the Elks game tomorrow. I'm like, on a Tuesday? Cam's going to an Argos game? Yeah. You're having a date with Jason Greger? Yeah. This story's so weird. We're talking about the the Elks right now? (laughs) What are we doing? I don't know. But yeah, I got a date with Jason Greger tomorrow. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Why would they just call them the Edmonton Elk? Because they said they were in contact with whoever the dictionary people are. Yeah, we looked it up the day of. Grammatically, both are correct. Grammatically, both are correct, and they went to, like, whatever. Who It was either whoever writes the dictionary or the linguistics department at, like, Harvard. And they were like, Merriam-Webster. Yeah. I, I feel like they was. didn't. I feel no, like they I called think, Yale. Like Harvard yeah. didn't answer, and they're like, "We'll just call Yale." Y- Yale. And like, they were told like these linguistic experts. <laughs> elk or elk Harvard like, State. It wasn't hmm, actually Harvard. Yale linguistics. Uh, is it elk or elks? What? <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah. Apparently, both grammatically correct though. Well, it's probably easier to get the domain name elks.com. Oh yeah, of probably. course. Elk enthusiasts had been hoarding that one for a long time, you know. Um, but yeah, the entire organization's a shit show. I remember like, no being, one likes the GM. Being a little kid and saying that it's not like like getting a test. Leaf plural, leaves. Mm. Grade two, Wanye. Mm-hmm. Leaves incorrect and having a fit because how could the maple leaves be the leaves and I get this wrong? You know what, Chalmers? That's when I dropped out. Grade two, and that's mm-hmm. why I don't understand math or know how to read. <laughs> and all you know is the Oilers. I made a stand that day, and I didn't and make I've a mistake. Hated the leaves ever since. Mm. The leaves, <laughs> leaves, leaves, bastards. Yep. Don't tell me what I'm thinking. Uh, Jay gave a shout-out to uh, the Canada men's soccer team, which was here on Friday. It was great. And they have another match tomorrow, Tuesday. Going to be cold. Layer up. Twig and Berries hoodie. Twigandberries.ca. Promo code Nation 15. It's also Tuke season. Tuke season. Twig and Berries, they got plenty. Literally, you could cover every part of your body with something purchased at Twig and Berries. Not everything. No, literally everything. They sell underwear. (laughs) Literally everything. I don't know if you could hear that with the good mic, but I was winking. He was winking. (laughs) Because I get... I can confirm. Uh, All four of us recommend it as well. Twig and Berries. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Did anybody go to Friday's game? No. I know I, that JR uh, did, but I, I stayed home, watched both games, Oilers and Canada, got drunk, went to the casino, had a good time. It was exciting. That was a good football game. We got home from our first hockey game and just in time to watch the end of that game, and it was fun. Oh, the bicycle kick that hit the bar? That place would have exploded if that went in. So I had friends in the stands, and I had to ask them a question because uh, with about what, 5, 10, 15 minutes, somewhere in the very end of the game, all of a sudden we had a plethora of fans run onto the field. Security was not ready for that. Security was not ready for that. Was anybody it naked? It was, uh, no, one got his no. shirt off, but they didn't, sh- they, sh- they showed one of the guys on TV and he was the guy that was holding his cell phone, wearing a track suit and basically just was up by John Herter, like giving him a hug and John Herter was doing his best to just be like, hey buddy, okay, let's go this way. Like, let's get out of here. But, I, I, I kept panning to the crowd, and cr- the crowd was, you know, laughing, smiling, haha, this is fucking hilarious. But to me, I was super embarrassed. Yeah, man. And yeah. I was like, Security. this is, you know, there's, 
people that don't understand, because I didn't understand until we did our podcast here with Caroline, that there was like a lot on the line for us here, right? Like not only in the game, we had to win the game. We have to win against Mexico. I don't even know if that's so much that we have to win anymore. No, you don't have to win. I think anymore. we can draw it now. I think with like a ninety percent chance of getting into the World Cup. Wow, we did it, Franklin. I do believe it was uh, like last it. time I looked. It was like ninety-two point six percent. Yeah, like they still have. There's still like seven more games in this qualifying round. Sure, um, and it, it goes for like another couple months still because they play them periodically. But they basically, if they can draw against Mexico, I think they have to go win. They have to, they have to get so three wins in their last seven. So we have a legitimate world yeah. class event that happens here on Friday night. And we're trying to get a World Cup bid put together for 2026 yes. to host it with Mexico, Canada, and the United States. Edmonton would, if that bid went through and we were to win that bid, we could potentially have games at Commonwealth Stadium. That is real a World Cup game. Real World Cup games. That is huge for the city of Edmonton. Massive. And to have fans run on the field like that was just mind-blowingly stupid to me and mm -hmm. you know it it was embarrassing i just i, I was like i was like please sit because the way they made it sound was that like oh here's another one oh my god here's another one like the floodgates are opening right I, we couldn't see it because they weren't showing it but in my mind i'm like oh i hope this doesn't get out of you got two head. options sniper yeah weaponized drone mm. i like both you make a good point though because what would have stopped a group of 15 people from all running on yeah nothing my so we really hope they address this for Tuesday, man. My drone had stopped him. Quick sticks. Pew, pew. You know, John Herder, all-time awesome Herdman. TV. Herdman? From was two it and a half men? Oh, that was Herder. That's John Herdman. See, I don't know much about soccer, so if I make a mistake like that, just forgive me. But, like, dude is all-time on TV. Every time they show him, that dude is, like, super over the moon, like, excited with that fan, most guys would be like, you know, security, get up. He's, like, holding the guy and just, like, getting him off of the field. Like... I don't know much about this guy, but just from those small things that they showed, this guy seems like a pretty awesome guy. I always liked him when he was with the women's team, too. I thought he does really good work. The NFL guy that, like, clotheslined the dude around the field. You ever see that footage? Yeah, well, I saw... The, uh, uh, there was one guy, one of the guys that actually... Did you see the guy get smoked? Yeah, dude, the one guy, oh, that one it. of the three guys, the one guy without the shirt, gets absolutely leveled. Oh, yeah, he got done like, Yeah, and we had really, like... Because they're rugby guys high, for the most yeah. part. High-tech, cool, like, two foot off the ground. Yeah. You know, signs all the way around, and yeah. they were constantly flashing advertisements. And they go, watch the watch the security guard's head. Cool! <laughs> we're watching the video here. As a druid rugby player or somebody. <laughs> Boom. He got yeah. crunched. Boomba. Do you remember that. the guy, the Heritage Classic, that streaks naked and slid down the triangle? Yeah. Oh, that is the single most heroic thing. Minus He's 30. lucky his beans didn't stick to that thing. He slid, and everybody in the audience went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got up, still had a wang, and they were like, oh. So, yeah, they crushed that dude, man. That guy got smoked out, bro. Anyways, if you go on Tuesday, just like, have Keep some it, sense, don't man. Don't run. What's the matter with Can you? Can we all act like we've been somewhere yes. before in our damn lives? Damn it. I agree. Like, it's just a fucking lot, man. <laughs> a lot of good things happening. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a stick in the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Don't put a stick guy. in the wheel. Don't see what yeah, happens. Don't be that guy. It's like I, the person who got hit by the uh, bikes at the Tour de France. Remember they fucked it all up? Oh, yeah. With that yeah. woman who yeah, had that woman with the sign. The, the sign was like, don't interfere with bike races or something. Like, it was a really weird thing to be protesting. It's just so ridiculous. Like, the, I don't understand why people like feel the need to be like, oh, I'm going to go like, I want the attention. Because they like, want to be Kevin Lowe with the guy next to Kevin Lowe in the cup picture. 
the guy at his elbow as he's got his cup. I know, but what does it say about society these days that back in the day that was okay? You could go on the ice when the Oilers won the cup. Crazy though, and 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 nobody cared, and it was just like the players were like, put their arm around you. We (laughs) can't be trusted anymore. You light their smoke on the ice. Hey, there you go. People just Good trying game, to get a little Lee bit Vogelin. of, trying to get like one little thing that they can put on their Instagram that they could be like, look, I did this one time. And that they like have like this small amount of they're, notoriety. Yeah, they're most like They photo. get the, the lifetime cool, ban from Commonwealth. Cool. That guy that got hit though, he is uh, feeling it today. Yeah, that would have hurt. Oh yeah. That ain't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that Druid guy was like, this is why I got into this. To run this mother He's like, this is my time. And hit this idiot. <laughs> yeah. He got him good. Good. Too. The CFL teams were all tweeting each other about who has his negotiation. Sign that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. That was awesome. Well, yeah, that's cool. Soccer soccer was here. It was. It looked, from all accounts, everybody else, the other hundred and... I mean, was there over 100,000 people? At the soccer match? How many can our shit hold? 60? It can 60? hold 60. There was 48 and change. Where did I hear something? Why would I think? I think Make it between, 200. That's insane. Between the two matches so, combined, it'll probably get close to 200. Maybe. Close, close to 200. 100. But close 60, to 100. So 60,000 people. That is impressive. Because I know the tickets were not plentiful for tomorrow or for yeah tomorrow night's game. Yeah. Super cheap. They Super priced cheap. them to sell, which was a smart move, right? Because you want to fill the place up and show FIFA, hey, look how big the crowds can be. You don't want it to yeah. be half full. Yeah. No. You know what? And all in all, I, I don't want to put like, I don't want to say like all those three guys that ran out there just ruined it for everybody. They didn't. I mean, when you panned into the crowd, everybody had their flags. Everybody was in their Canada stuff. Like, it was a, it looked like if you didn't know where that stadium was in what city it was and what was outside those those walls, that looked like a world-class facility yep. and a world-class game. Other than the field, you know, and there's not much they can do about it. We're in November, right? You had a football game probably less than a week before that. They have to get rid of the, the lines on the field. You know, I have seen where they can spray paint it like that spray, that spray uh, fertilizer stuff that they do like on the white mud or whatever, the Hende. They put that over they the could, paint? They could have, mm. but it was a little dead, you know, but all in all, it looked really good on TV. I was really impressed with that. Edmonton's hosting major sporting events. The Oilers are first in the Western Conference. Um, Leon Jaisettle setting records. Life is good. Yeah. And the Jay's dude that did the, bi- the dude that did the bicycle kick was also from Alberta, was he not? Yeah, he's a, he's a Western Canadian boy. That's unbelievable. Twig and I Berries wonder, is making them extra large junk. Yep. Oh, yeah. For all of us. 100%. Mm-hmm. For extra large junk. I had them. to add in an extra panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks like an elephant. So what do we think? Two and two. I don't know if one of you guys. This is usually me, and you usually get mad, but you're not saying anything. He's rubbing so, his eye. I think yeah. he has that twitch again. So two and two on this road trip. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. We got one more game. The thing that's annoying is that the two games they lost were against the two shittiest teams on the road trip. You're not going to go 82 yeah, and 0. That's what good teams do. They lose to shitty teams. What? They want a night off, you know? Hey, let's take this win. Oh, it, it's not going to happen? Oh. They're, 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 they're rope-a-doping. They're like, listen, we don't want Boston to think we're too good. Fucking lose to Detroit. Classic look-ahead game. Yeah. It happens in football. You saw it happen with the Bills and the and the Jags. Then they come back and they're like, okay, we can't take these cupcakes lightly. And then they absolutely hammer the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what happens when you play the cupcakes. It's uh, Missouri? Where are they from? Missouri cupcakes. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Mizzou. Mizzou. Yeah. So we got a game tomorrow, Thursday night. I don't play till Thursday, hey? No, they play no, Tuesday. Tomorrow. They're in Winnipeg. Oh, and then yeah. they come home Thursday, they come home Saturday. Winnipeg, yeah. Can I ask a football question? Mm-hmm. We're going to briefly... Yeah. I would love you to. Please do. Explain to me the OBJ. Like, I hate 
playing in bloody Cleveland and now I'm suddenly in LA and I'm going to be amazing again, but I was terrible before, but my dad released a video showing how the QB <laughs> sucks. You just walk me through. Well, I guess I can. I mean, the fact is, is, you know, it, wide receivers have a history of being divas with a lot of diva attitude where they, you know, they, they, they kind of get the, the, they get the accolades for doing these really amazing things when they catch the ball and, you know, they kind of, they think they're better than everybody else. And, you know, OBJ had one play where he was amazing, but really he's had kind of a shitty like career. In his career he had one play recently? No, he, he was really, really oh. good for a couple of years, but he had one highlight reel yeah, catch yeah, yeah, where yeah, you've yeah. probably seen it. Yeah, in the and end it zone. Like, yeah, and it was, a God stretched to infinity. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so he went to Cleveland and, you know, they had a they had a young quarterback named Baker Mayfield who just simply could not get him the football. And that is not what a guy's used to. They think that no matter what route they run, they are always open, you know? So he would be, you know, they just, they never saw eye to eye. And what and does then, dad do though? So his dad sent out a video of him uh, basically saying like, look, this is an, that my son is always open and put a clip to it. Well, it's on like one of these routes where it's like 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. So, he he beats his guy like which is normal. They usually they they can usually get past their guy right off the bat, but then they get a second and like then the the safeties in the secondary will help with the double team, right? Like to to pick him up. So he took like a screenshot of like the one moment where he was open, but OBJ is looking over at his other receiver who's wide open. His first read, right? So it's but you know, why do people care what the dad did? Why were they like, well, that's tip, that's the straw that. Because you know what, the minute your dad gets involved in something that has to do with your team, yeah. it's a bit embarrassing, and, and you kind of go like, athlete. "You're just a you're 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 a headache." And you know he's been a headache. He yeah. he's done a lot of things in his career to punching the uh, there's these little nets that the field goal kickers practice into, and there's one where he goes to punch it because he's all mad because he missed a play and it like curls back and hits him in the face. He <laughs> looks real? like an idiot. Oh yeah, he's he's just you know he does dumb shit and he's he's proving <laughs> to be a headache. And then the minute your dad comes in, it's like, okay, you're a complete loser. Yeah, you know, now he's getting involved between the quarterback and the wide receiver. Yeah, so they, they had to get rid of him. Fair enough. Chalmers? We just had a long conversation about nope, something. Not that true. Not gone on air. Not true. Just for us in this room. Seamlessly edited together by Tyler, your check. Yep. Accidentally happened. No one would have known if we didn't just sit here and talk about how we cut your check. Yeah, but that's okay. Chalmers wanted to sing. I just wanted to sing. I just mm -hmm. wanted to dance. Anyways, I've been getting shelled on my NFL bets. I've been getting just my ass kicked. Pretty so why? These last three weeks have been fucking week. crazy, man. So like, it's it's been a tough week. Mm -hmm. Pick'em pools are a mess. Survivors are a mess. Like, survivors have got to be done by now. So I run a survivor pool. How is, is there anybody left? So two weeks ago, it got down to the final three guys. Dallas. They all picked Dallas. Yeah. So they all advanced because there was three guys left. They all picked Dallas. Dallas lost. So there was no winner. They all got to... Next week, they picked Buffalo. Uh, no, so this would have been last... Or this week here, right? Yeah, okay. Um, and they all picked three different teams. They went... First guy went Ravens. He's gone. Next guy went Bucks. Gone. Last guy picked the Steelers. So... Wow. So they're all still in. So that was the debate yesterday in the hockey locker room was... Should he win or not? That's a, that's a, they, they if they all tie because they all lost, they continue on. But the Steelers tied. They tied. Oh my the Lions. god, they did. Steelers, man, it's a win though. It's a win. It's a so survivor pool. That's you have what to I win. said. You have to pick a winner. You have to pick a winner, not and a tire. He kind of thinks he's a good sport about it. So I, I think he would. I think if he was, you know, um, 
if he had any type of integrity, he would understand why. Yeah. That a winner pool where you pick a winner, you're not going to win the whole thing, and your team ties. Ties in the NFL are just the weirdest thing. And Pittsburgh always has one every year, hey? It's always Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, survivor pools are fucked. Sorry, I'm just reading this Senators thing. Hey, the Sens have games canceled because of COVID now. What? Really? Senators. So they, how many players? Is- they have 10 players in protocol. Their next three games are going to be canceled. And as Frank Saravalli just pointed out on Twitter while we're recording here, um, contractually, the NHL, since one game has been canceled in their season, they can back out of the Olympics. Yeah, but they're not going to. First of all, nobody on the Senators is going to make the Olympics. What about Radic Bonk? Uh, Radic Bonk could make it. Can't wait. The NHL is a whole. Well. Can back out of the, the, <laughs> the NHL. <laughs> Frank is saying there's language in their agreement with the PA and with the IIHF that if one game in their season is canceled due to COVID, they can back out of the Olympics and say it messes with our schedule. You told much. me this was over. What the Olympics? Pandemic. Oh yep. no, I definitely haven't seen yeah. that. So, you did. So yeah, you told me it was over an hour ago. Wrong. <laughs> I don't know this, and you probably do. So I'm going to ask. Do the Oilers, do, not Oilers, do the players want to go to the Olympics? Yes. Does, does, does the NHL, as an association, want them to go to the Olympics? The owners, no. The owners, no. No. They would rather have an all-star game. Gary Bettman is with the owners, so he does not also want that to happen. Correct. So this would be a perfect time for him to get his way. That's why I'm concerned. I'm actually worried the NHL is going to be like, nope. That would be heartbreaking. That would be heartbreaking. For us. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's only the Senators, people. Today's so the Senators, tomorrow it's an NHL team. Haven't the Senators been dealing with it for like a week and a half now, two weeks well, almost? Well, that's what I'm confused about is like they had, for basically all of last week, they had like eight players in protocol. But now it's up to 10, so they're canceling, which I guess there has to be a line somewhere. But like you probably should have just put the brakes on How do they ice a team with eight players? Did, and did the Senators not play last night? Two nights ago, I think. Or were they in action? How did they no, ice? they did play last night. They, they played Calgary last yeah, night. Yeah, they played Calgary and lost. How did they ice a team with that many people? They just had a bunch of American League guys. How does the AHL team operate? By the ECHL guys. And then how does the yeah. ECHL team operate? They hire Zamboni drivers. Yes. Dang. Anyway, so Supply chain. Supply chain's fucked. Supply mm-hmm. chain's fucked. I've been trying to find a fucking PS5 for so long, and I want to give love to Brandy Bear specifically because he's been grinding it out. He DMs me two links a day, being like, this place might have you, your PS5. That's nice. He's great. He's been an absolute beauty. It's not for a gift. It's for your Chuck. I know um, it is. And uh, anyways, I can't find a fucking PS5 anywhere. I went to a Walmart at 8 a.m. the other day because I heard they had them in stock. As I'm walking in the door, a guy's walking out with a PS5. And I'm like, are there more? And he's like, nope, I got the last one. You got to go to a secondary market. The time me and Jay bought all those Wii's, that was in like somewhere on the way to Moose Jaw. And we just pulled into their uh, superstore. Wii's were the hot ticket. Walked in, there was a shelf of them. Hmm. Interesting. So I got to go to like the Vegreville Walmart. Yep, exactly. And call them. Be like, hello, I am from Vegreville. I live on 17th Street. What time <laughs> should I come to get my PS5 for my Vegreville child? Smart. What's his name? I don't know. Ernie. Do you think that's the best way to get a, P- a yeah. PS5? I'm, I'm grinding though, man. If anyone's got any Online, hot Online, everybody's tripping, man. If, anybody f- is it that if, if anybody's can. walking through a store and sees one. Buy it. Sean, you don't think I know how to buy shit? You I'm the one with all the Wii's. What? I'm no. the guy who has all the Wii's. So what is, no, it? I know. What is I'm saying, I know how to find I'm stuff. What he needs like an army of people out there buying oh, PS5. But no so Sony just even... can't 
pump them out fast enough or what? There's like some supply chain issue with this chip that they need. They and need they tiny need... screws that can't be manufactured anywhere but one place on earth. And it's uh, got COVID. <laughs> it's fucked. Even like when I was, I was, I was buying I all was of buying that for a second bit of that too. Cause I've heard, I've heard weirder supply chain issues. I don't understand. It's like, Oh, there's 9 million trucks that are in a line in England. Why? COVID. Like, yep. I don't know. There is a piece of metal that is the rare earth. A truck. Or it a, is yeah, in Mo the got stuck in the Suez Canal eight months ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> COVID. What? <laughs> I went to go get a new yet? phone the other day and I had to drive to the like the fucking south side to find a place that had an iPhone 13. God, you poor guy. Well, oh. no, but I'm just saying like first world problems here. Okay, no, but I'm just saying like that shows you like how fucked up things are. Like when in your life have you ever not been able it's to like, like Soviet Russia? I was, out, I was out looking for a gold toilet and I had to drive all the well, way to Red Deer. The, the point Tyler I was Red making Shack. is Time that is it's hard money. to find <laughs> shit right now. I went to a McDonald's by my house and the machine, the ice cream machine was broken hey, down. Listen, I had to go to the one four minutes away. I eat 90% of my meals. I eat 90% of my meals in drive throughs and oh, yeah. I'll tell you, one in three drive through nows, they're like, you have to go park around the corner because we don't have our shit together. Yes. drive throughs have been hit. COVID. <laughs> hey, why did check? you guys, the you know what I got the other day from McDonald's? <laughs> this incensed me to no end. Getting myself a burger and one for Wanya <laughs> Jr. They gave me a burger, which was no burger, just bun. What? That's so obnoxious. Can I have a hamburger for the boy? Uh-huh. Bun, lettuce, or no, or pickle, or whatever the hell, ketchup. No burger. You know why? COVID. Because <laughs> the person that was on beef that day? COVID. COVID. Yep. No, because actually he... The farmer, actually? No, COVID. there was a boat. Have you heard, do you hear about it? Um, Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Yeah, yeah. Every time, if you are if you are a person in one of these places and you have to tell somebody that it's not there, just use the boat in the Suez Canal yeah, as the exactly. excuse and see yeah. if they laugh or get mad at you. We're at a chicken wings at the pint. This is legit. It's really, really hard to get chicken wings. And our usual chicken wings apparently are from Brazil. So it's easier to fly Brazilian chickens up here and de-wing them. But anyways, <laughs> we can't get them anymore. COVID. Mm. That's, so the point I was going to make when you guys started making fun of me for my iPhone story yes. is get your Christmas shopping done fucking early like this I year. Like I said that two weeks ago. Nationgear.ca. That's where you get everything. Or alternately, pair back the number of people you or number of people in your life you want to buy presents for and just say, this is the year that Aunt Birdie gets nothing because of COVID. Homemade macaroni lettuces for everybody. COVID. Necklaces. Lettuces? Lettuces is what I said, but I meant necklaces. <laughs> oh. That was mm-hmm. macaroni, macaroni statues. I don't know if you heard about that Suez Canal thing, but that was full of macaroni necklaces, and so there's no... Yeah, you know how hard it is to get macaroni right now? It's uh, hard, is it actually? No. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. So what else are we talking about? Uh, we're going to have no podcast on Thursday. COVID. Thank oh, God. Oh, COVID. Are we really not? Well, there's a no losing game. We did last week. I know we did. I okay, We probably could. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. We'll see what everyone's schedules look like. He's just more like... Are you kidding me? Three and a half hours straight? Avoid the your M check talking? Do you know how there's an iPhone 14 I have to drive to Vegreville to pick up from their Walmart? (laughs) What if his PS5 comes in and he's going to go pick it up? (laughs) I ordered a new iPad and I haven't got it yet and I have to drive to the Southside Pier later to get it. And they're only open from 8 to 4. You know why, right? Can you believe it? Because of COVID. We don't have a jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi? Did you watch Kanye on Drink Champs? Oh, Oh my God, yeah. I've seen some clips. The dude's fucked. He isn't, though, if you watch, man. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get attention. He He knows how to get a rise out of people. He's been to the Kardashian School of PR. No, but, okay. He's doing what like Soldier Boy's been doing recently. Yes, man. On you know a higher level. Like, Drake stole my bars, and then all of a sudden you see like Kanye's on there. Yeah, man. Uh, who did he say? Big Sean. 
Yeah, was, he was he was a lot funnier than I thought he would be. Kanye's actually quite funny. He says some outlandish shit. On yes, I can't even think of it all right now. But I know the Big Sean that Big Sean I signing signed Big, Sean, Big Sean, so I deserve to die would ruin his career. Yeah, that was funny. And what was the other ones? Well, there was just a lot of like he I, had beef with a lot of people. He was saying who he hates. They were asking who the best rappers are between Guy A and Guy B, and he would rant for twenty minutes. So he had that, that group text where he's just like, I am the richest among all of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm richer than Kim Kardashian and Jay-Z put together. They asked him <laughs> who's a better businessman, Dame Dash or Jay-Z, and he's like, Dame Dash. Really? Mm-hmm. He was interesting. It was, it was a really int- I paused it like halfway through three hours and came back to it. It was so good. Okay, so it's a three-hour program? Yeah. And it's called Drink Champs? Yeah, you don't know about this? With who's Nori? the host of it? So remember Capone and Noriega back in the yeah. day? Super Thug, that Never track. really liked them that much. So he is like the Smitty of rappers in the sense that everybody loves Nori. Everyone loves him. He's friends with everybody from the 90s. He stayed friends in the O's. He had enough of a hit with Pharrell, with Super Thug, that he's straight. And who's he with? Noriega and who? It was Capone and Noriega. Was, was Capone own. like the Ethan Morrow of it? Yeah, yeah. He was like okay. And uh, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> he's got this podcast. He got picked up by Revolt, Puff Daddy's <laughs> channel. And yes. he gets all the biggest dudes. And he's really funny. He's good. It's a good show. Drink champs. They get drunk as hell. So is Kanye drinking or is he sober? He was drinking like crazy. They were drinking some weird schnapps or like. For some reason, I thought he was like sober. No, no. He had a couple hoots of a J. He said, this is my Joe Rogan moment. It was pretty funny. (laughs) All right. Anyways, um, put a wrap on this podcast, I think. Oh, nice. I see what you did there. covered a lot of bases. Bases. Um, You guys made fun of me. Well, just good naturedly. Your romper Chuck. Coming. Make a donation. 12 days. We're good, though. We, we hit the 1000 bucks. Oh, don't make a donation. I still haven't made mine yet. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> no, Sandals. I do have to. So we're I said 50. $50 short. Yeah, we are. No, we're good. Don't worry, I'll do it. All right. Um, Charles, you'll get on that romper. And oh, yeah. Made Big up. time, Ricky. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, let's put a wrap on this thing. Episode 330. Shout out to our friends at DoorDash, the HGA Group, and Twig and Berries. We might be back on Thursday. We might not. Who knows? Who knows? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.